Love Yours, an experimental podcast. This is Love Yours with me, Charlotte Tahira. And for season two, we are talking finances. And gosh, we are we're powering through. We're almost there. We are on chapter nine, investing. So uh, it plays hand in hand with last week's episode, to be honest. And the one before that, I mean, they all link together very smoothly because last week we was talking about building an emergency fund. But now we're talking about a different pot of money, which is investing. And Selena says you have to treat investments the way you treat other things, like the time and energy you invest in friendships, education and fitness. And when I think about myself, the majority of my time and energy are split into those three categories and one extra family so my friends and family mean the world to me through my career I'm constantly learning and constantly evolving and educating myself and this year I've definitely been on a fitness journey I wouldn't say that I'm the most invested in my fitness compared to the other categories but I definitely have been going to the gym and eating better and eating more regularly and doing a lot on my mental health as well which I think is just as important as your fitness but Selena made a very slick comparison she compares investments to relationships and everyone can understand a relationship she says that you don't always get back what you put in or sometimes you get more and we've all been in that relationship that you know we're giving we're giving we're giving everything everything we possibly can we feel like we are mind body and soul dedicated to this other person and we feel like we're getting not much return from that we've also all been in those relationships where we know they're just so much more into me than I am into them and I guess this is kind of how investments work they're very unpredictable you know like my brother keeps telling me bitcoin 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 and i see recently that bitcoin's really down like really and even the little money i did invest in bitcoin i've lost out on it but this chapter still just went over my head to be honest as clear as selena is about investment just the talk froze me it's frustrating because i know that my uninterested attitude links back to my money mindset from childhood of thinking that investing is a white middle class thing it's not for me And the irony is I already have invested in certain areas of my life. So as I've mentioned in previous episodes, I have an ISA. I have invested shares in Deliveroo, not that they're doing very well for me. I have invested in NFTs. I think that's what they're called. As I mentioned, I've got a bit of cryptocurrency, not much. But even in doing that, I do it because that's what society tells me I should be doing. I still don't understand it. I definitely need to do more education on uh, shares. I recently learned about the S&P 500, which I need to research into how I can get more involved in that. I know you need quite a big down payment to start it, but it sounds like a no-brainer, honestly. Selena also shares that if you are planning to invest large sums of money, she recommends you consult an independent financial advisor because they can look at your financial circumstances and help you establish the level of risk you're comfortable with when it comes to investing. There's also robo-advisors. 
which you can ask questions about your risk tolerance and investment timeline and they suggest options for you based on your answers. Just to be warned, robo-advisors use algorithms to decide what you should invest in based on the answers you give. And because you're not using an actual human to pick funds for you, the costs are a little lower. There's a few other big words in there like fractional shares and index funds. The S&P 500, what I mentioned earlier, is an index fund. But let me not try and educate you on that. Honestly, I couldn't put it any better than how Selena does in her book. So I'd advise you if investing is something you seriously see yourself doing, you need to get this book, Black Girl Finance. But I'm going to check out some of the different investment apps she suggests in the book because I need to break this generational attitude towards investing. And I have already started. So when River and Rhea was born, I set them both up with ISAs. I pay into them every single month and when they're 18 they can decide whether they want to continue to invest it or invest it in something they want to do like their driving lessons or traveling or studies or potentially getting their first home because ultimately even though investing on a bigger scale is always to generate more money as Selena mentioned it can go left or right and I feel like investing in something that you really love is just as important as just having an investment pot. So if my daughter decides at 18 she wants to travel the world once she's finished her studies and she wants to blow all of her ISA on that, I will get behind her for that because the experiences she's going to have while traveling are priceless. But you have to know when you're investing in something you love and when you're just buying things you like and want. So as I've mentioned before, we grew up pretty poor. And anything we did have was normally my mum putting on a credit card or a loan. But I remember one birthday, and it was only this one year that she did it, we all got £100 for our birthdays. And I feel like this was her way of kind of justifying our poverty in the sense that she knew throughout the year she hadn't really been able to give us what we wanted. So for our birthday, she scraped together to give us a big chunk of money but I was too young I didn't know the value of that money and so I blew it I blew a hundred pounds in about a week and a half considering I was such a poor child that I had to hustle 50p to clean the front garden I really should have had more value for that hundred pounds but I didn't because in my head oh wow you've got money now thank god you can buy all the things you've always wanted to buy And once that money was gone and I realised I'd kind of blown it and I didn't have nothing to actually show for it, I was so disappointed. And a couple years later, Eid came around, which um, growing up Muslim is our closest version to Christmas is the easiest way to describe it. Or Easter, because I guess Lent, where you fast for Ramadan and then you celebrate the end for Eid. And this Eid my mum gave me 50 pounds and when I say I made sure I invested that money in things I really needed or loved I couldn't believe how well I did with that 50 pounds especially considering it was half of the biggest amount of money I'd ever received before which was the 100 pounds I bought myself a new pencil case I remember I went swimming with my friend like I really made sure that I 
cautiously and carefully budgeted that £50 to get the most value out of that money at the time because I'd realised that, you know, as much as money as you can have, because I'd realised that no matter how much money you think it is, it's still possible to spend it all and be left with nothing. Because when you've grown up with that money for so long, it's so hard to not be impulsive and get excited. And I am having to relearn as an adult how to manage money. Luckily, I've got Selena Flavius to help me along the way. But investing, it's similar to saving in the sense that if you're in mountains of debt, you won't see that it's possible to do it. But actually, I would debate that differently to saving, investing can bring you a return that could help you clear some of your debts. Just make sure you're investing a small amount. So if you lose out, because it can go either way, it's not detrimental to your life and your financial well-being. And so let's wrap up this episode with a quote from Mandy Money. She said, it's not enough to save and budget. You have to pursue higher earnings and learn how to invest for long-term growth as well. And she said that on the Brown Ambition podcast. Shout out Mandy Money on Instagram. Mandy with an I. Okay, so let's see. We're almost at the end. I can't wait to hear all your stories about your financial journey. But in the meantime, don't forget to like, share, follow, subscribe. And I'll speak to you on the next episode. Love yours. An experimental podcast.